Joy is distinctly a Christian word and a Christian thing. It is the reverse of happiness. Happiness is the result of what happens of an agreeable sort. Joy has its springs deep down inside, and that spring never runs dry, no matter what happens. Only Jesus gives that joy. He had joy, singing its music within, even under the shadow of the cross. S.D. Gordon. A couple weeks ago, I read an article from one of the greatest vocalists, about one of the greatest vocalists of our generation, Adele, and it just left me speechless in a kind of a disappointing way because I love her music, but this article, ugh, there, and I sent it to you. you, you read it. I did. Yeah, and we're just going to unpack it because it is way more than just about Adele. It's about the human search for happiness. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brian. And this is the Echo Podcast. Where we are looking for truth in the noise. Hello. Sorry. Sorry. I can't, I can't help it. Brian, how you doing? I'm well. How are you, Taylor? I am not too bad. Well, great. Hey, hey, what is your favorite Adele song? You know what? That's a really good question. I don't like a lot of Adele music, oh. but When We Were Young is, oh, a, really? is, a, is a great song. That's my favorite one. Oh, really? Yep. yep. Okay, there you go. That yep. one, uh, that one, and, um, oh, what was it? Um, my, my, my kids love her music. Is I don't that Fire to the Rain? No, not, not, that okay. one, not that one. Not that one. Oh, what is the song? My mind just went blank for a second. Um, oh, Send My Love to Your New Lover. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, my wife and I weren't paying attention when it came on. And all of a sudden, uh, my, my oldest is like, can we listen to that again? That was catchy. And I was like, ah, crud. Well, I, I, I like her Skyfall, the James Bond theme that she did, too. Oh, that really was cool. Oh, really good. Not as yeah. good as Paul McCartney's. Well, nobody can be. This is, this is true. So Live and I, let die. Sorry. So I once uh, listened to her music on repeat during an overseas flight where I was trying to drown out all the background noise. Oh, gosh. And I think we were flying from Dubai to Houston, like a 14-hour flight. Oh, wow. And I have trouble sleeping on planes. But on the return trip, I'm usually so tired, I have a chance. Mm-hmm. But I I needed to drown out the noise. I did not have noise-canceling headphones. So I just put my uh, little headphones on and turned on Adele. Mm-hmm. And I had like five or six hours of kind of going in and out of consciousness of her with her music but Adele was ju- I realized on loop for like six hours and so now when I hear Adele yeah I think about that flight every time it's like there's it's like seared into my brain in some strange way so That's Adele funny. sung me to sleep I've appreciated that for a long time now my my, uh, my kids love the song Chasing Pavement okay and that was her that was her big number one that was her breakout song yeah. that, that she had um, and I but I've taught my kids a really bad habit of answering questions in songs yep so yep. for those of you who know chasing pavement it's should i just give up or should i just keep chasing pavement and my daughter goes give up it's not working because <laughs> we had a we had she was like well what's what's the song about i was like yeah. well, it's about a girl she's deciding blah 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 and she goes yeah no that guy just sounds awful you should not be there and that was number one of going huh maybe we should check out adele's lyrics a little bit more closely because because yeah. ke- catchy songs Mm-hmm. Maybe conveying d- deeper things that we just don't realize. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a- like um, 
Outcast. I don't know if you know the band Outcast. They had a song, Hey Yeah, which is about a guy dealing with depression. Mm. But it's this happy, upbeat yeah. song. And even in the song, he says, you guys don't want to hear me. You just want a sick beat. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Oh, so, yeah. Even, so even with Adele's lyrics, my wife and I, we just kind of started looking through them and going, huh. So this she, is fun. She just released a new single. It's going to be part of a, a larger album, I believe, yep. called Easy On Me. Yep. Uh, 31 is the album name? I, I think. think so. Yeah, because she's 31. <laughs> okay. Or will be. No, yeah. did you notice okay. that? It's all, yeah, it's all her ages. She yeah, because yeah, 21 was, yeah. Because yeah. it was album. 19, 21. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Well, I did not know that, but uh, her her new uh, album is coming out. So with that, she's doing, you know, some pressers and mm-hmm. um, interviews and such. And I read one of them because the, the headline caught my eye. And it's from Vogue, and I just want to read a chunk of this article. And I think as I read it, you'll understand why my jaw dropped about halfway through. I sent the article, and you read it later as well. So let me just read a a chunk of this for us. After five years of marriage, Adele finalized her divorce from her charity executive husband in March. I was just going through the motions, and I wasn't happy. Neither of us did anything wrong. Neither of us hurt each other or anything like that. The exes even live across the street from each other and share custody of their son, but the separation still took a toll on Angelo, uh, their son, whom Adele said was really unhappy. I just felt like I wanted to explain to him through, his, through this record when he's in his 20s or 30s who I am and why I voluntarily chose to dismantle his entire life in the pursuit of my own happiness she told British Vogue. Uh, It made me really unhappy sometimes, and that's a real wound for me that I don't know if I'll ever be able to heal. In the course of the song, Adele asked for the person in question to go easy on her, explaining that she was still a child and did not get a chance to feel the world around her. I was just going through uh, and she and she goes on, or, or she closes with this. I've been on my journey to find my true happiness ever since. Ow. <sighs> yeah, that that line of I wanted him to understand one day why I chose to completely dismantle his whole life in order to pursue my own happiness. Yep. Mm. Like what when you first read that what what were you thinking? I thought I misread it. Actually, I was like, "No. No way." I went back and I reread it and I said, okay, that's actually what she said. My first response was actually anger mm-hmm. um, because as a parent, um, the idea of moving, j- just the idea of picking up roots and going somewhere else, that has a big toll on on family. I, I, I moved about three or four times whenever I w- lived with my parents before I was on my own. And that was a big deal. And so parents recognizing the consequences of what they decide to do and the effects on their children, there is a, that's a good thing. They should be aware of it. But her claim of, I hope he one day understands why I did this. It was for me. I got angry, to be perfectly honest, just angry that she would do that for selfish reasons, for reasons that clearly had little concern for her husband for her son, my, my immediate reaction was anger. I, I did too. And I thought that, you know, we would read, well, he was cheating on me right. or we were fighting every night. Yep. 
And it's interesting how honest she is about her own selfishness. Yeah, I actually appreciated that because not many people would just say, I I just don't want to do it anymore. I wasn't happy. I needed to be happy. Yeah. There's, it's a strange, um, the bluntness is just really nice. Right? Like, how many people just say that? Like, I'm just not happy. It's almost shocking how honest it is. Where I feel like she's not as honest is... In parts of the interview, she says, you know, I did this because it's important to pursue my own happiness. And so she defends it. Right. Yet the song is really, I was just a kid. I didn't know what I was doing, so go easy on me. Right. And I feel like you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you're, you're kind of eating your cake and having it too. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm making grown-up decisions, but I'm not a grown-up. My bad. Go easy on me. Yeah. yeah. And instead of, I'm sorry, or... Forgive me. It's just go easy on me. Excuse my behavior. Right. I, I feel like that's. I feel like maybe that could be the next song. Just excuse my bad behavior. <laughs> that's that's the subtitle. Excuse of the my song. selfishness. Go easy on me. Excuse my behavior. Pardon my selfishness. Yeah. And like, here's the deal. Like, uh, we talked about this last week, talking about Driscoll. We don't want to dunk on Driscoll. We don't want to dunk on Adele. No. Um, because be- she's an amazing artist. Yeah, I'll still listen to her stuff. I don't do the boycott thing. Yeah. Uh, very, you know. As Christians, we're able so to separate art from the artist. We can say yeah. this music is amazing and this is a, not a good person. That yeah. That's not hard for us to do. Yeah, but she represents, uh, she represents way more than just her. She does. I mean, so what is it about the human condition in which we – we decide that my personal happiness is the most important thing for me to pursue. You want to talk about happiness and joy? Let's talk about happiness and joy. So uh-huh. happiness and joy are not the same thing, right? I, I really like the quote from, from, from S.D. Gordon that, that we had at the, at the very beginning. Happiness really is based on happenings, happenstance, mm. if you will, certain things that occur. Joy is something far deeper and, and far more intimate. Um, the, the Hebrew word for, for joy, uh, simach, uh, it means gladness mm-hmm. or mirth. And even the Greek word kara or chara, however you want to say that, is, is gladness as well. So the idea is that this gladness is coming from somewhere, but not ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's really, really important for us as Christians. We say, okay, where does our joy come from? And that, that's a really good question to ask anyone. Where does your joy come from? For the Christian, that's one of the fruit of the Spirit. We see joy uh, not as something that we make happen, but something that we're given. Yeah. And something that helps us grow as Christians. And having joy makes us happy. Yeah. And that happiness, true happiness, founded in, in Christ and his death and his resurrection, that's how we can be content with all things. Kind of like what Paul talks about. I'm, I'm content in all things, you know, no matter what happens, because I know where my joy is is coming from. It's not based on my circumstances, which means, and here's the kicker, we can have unhappy Christians who are joyful. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, to, 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 me, to me, that's encouraging. So joy comes from somewhere, someone mm-hmm. that we accept. Happiness comes from these moments that kind of fit what we want to have happen. Yeah. When I finished reading the article, what my first thought was, Adele, there's the we know the answer, right? I can tell you the answer. I that can show you response. the answer that that you can chase this thing all you want and you will not catch it. And what's interesting, not only does the Bible say that, every bit of 
of popular research and scientific research in psychology says if you chase happiness, you'll never get it. Yeah. In fact, uh, there was a, a major research project by uh, Psychology um, Today that concluded the only way to achieve happiness is to pursue something beyond yourself to serve other people, and then happiness kind of sneaks up on you. Yeah. But you don't get it if you chase it. And that just leads us back to uh, scriptures. And I think of Matthew chapter 16, and Jesus says this, for whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Yeah. And, and I just think we, there's so, it's so easy to try to save our lives or find happiness by pursuing things that we think will make us happy, and they never do. Yep. And so we just come, we, we just end up chasing other things, chasing pavement, <laughs> and, yeah. and we don't get there. But Jesus says, I'm the way. So seek me, and then you'll find a true joy that can carry you through even the burdens of this life and on into eternity. Yeah, it's kind of like what you know, C.S. Lewis says. He's like, hey, aim for the stars, because even if you miss it, you'll get the moon. Yeah. Like, like obviously that's not yeah. accurate, but th- th- there's something to be done there. Ecclesiastes is, is this entire book about finding the meaning of life. Ecclesiastes is my favorite book in the Bible, yeah. which yeah. bothers some people because they're like, it's so pessimistic. No, I love and I'm it. like, no, 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 it's honest, it. right? Yeah. And so the whole idea is this guy, this, this teacher, mm-hmm. preacher, goes through everything that could make a person happy. Uh, sex, financial security, um, legacy, heritage, business, money, uh, just fun parties, everything goes through everything. And then at the very end of each of these little excursions is like, yeah, but you're going to die and you can't take it with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what, what's, what's the point then? Yep. And then the end of the matter is to, to love God yep. and th- to know him. Yeah. Like the, we know as Christians, of course, the world isn't going to provide what you want to be happy because it can't. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, it, it can't offer what God can. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard to hear these amazingly talented and gifted people. Uh, it makes me think of like Jordan Peterson, who's this brilliant psychologist from Canada, and he's almost a Christian, and mm-hmm. he's just dealing with happiness. Like, what makes you happy? What's meaning and what's value and what's purpose? And he's right there, but he's going the different direction than Adele. Adele's like, I'm going to do this on my own. And Peterson is saying, I, I got to find truth, and I'm listening to everyone else who has gone on before me. Yeah. So it's really interesting because as Christians, how, how, how do you find happiness? Yeah. I, I don't think I find it by chasing it, yeah. but it's when the, the times that I have probably experienced the most happiness in my life is when I'm not thinking anything about it, but I'm thinking about um, helping someone or serving someone. And there's times where I've volunteered at our food pantry. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I remember one of the first nights that we were open and being with people and in the mess of people's lives and talking to them and praying with them. And I remember walking out after spending hours serving there um, and a year planning to open before we even opened. But walking out that night uh, with a group of other believers that were walking along beside me and praying together and going back to my car just thinking like, man, this is it. Like this is as happy as I could possibly feel. Mm. Uh, but it's because I wasn't focused on myself at all. And the more I focus on myself, the less joyful 
and and happy I am. Wow. That's a that's a Spurgeon quote when he says it's not how much we have but how much we enjoy that mm-hmm. makes happiness. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we we don't want you to feel, you know, anger at Adele, but instead, you know, empathy and to care for her because she needs someone to come into her life. Yep. To help her know uh, that she is loved, that she is uh, uh, is enough, and that Christ can fulfill in her what she's been seeking, and that will be good for her and her son and her future. Yeah, as Christians, we get to pray for the world. We get to intercede for it, yeah. and that literally means we're, we're praying on behalf of the world. So it's not weird to pray, God. Help Adele find her joy in you. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with praying that. Just just yeah. as much as we pray for North Korea and China and yeah. Mark Driscoll and everything else, it's like, no, we, we get to pray for people who may not be pursuing Christ or be having that right relationship with him. It's a powerful thing to pray for people who don't know us, Yeah, who will never know us. So do you, you have a CS Lewis quote to, to kind of wrap us up here? I do. I, I do. I like this one. Go ahead. It's oh, It gives me pause. God cannot give us a happiness and peace apart from himself because it is not there. There is no such thing. Mm. Yeah. I remember a a professor of mine saying, um, sin offers you everything that God does without him. Mm. So it can't really give you anything. That's good to chew on. That's mm. I, I think about that often. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Adele, if you happen to be <laughs> flipping through your podcast, I'm options, sure she is. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure she is. I mean, we we help. We've helped Republicans and Democrats, and we've That's helped right. people who may not agree with women being ordained. We we are fixing the world one issue at a time. We are. You know, we're not as far away from her as we think because a guy who graduated from high school about a half mile from here. Uh, worked with her on her latest album so no I mean, way. what is that like three two or three degrees of separation probably wow. from there so you go. there we go we'll we'll try to get this to her and there you go so adele if you're if you're listening to this there is happiness but you're not going to be able to hold it in your hand or capture it it can really truly only come through knowing what god says about you absolutely. because what god says about you is more true than what you say about yourself absolutely hey everybody thanks for joining us next week we'll be back and we're going to talk about refugees Ooh, man we're just we're just hitting the hot topics there we go driscoll adele refugees that's what we're doing i'm taylor and i'm brian and this is the echo podcast where we are looking for truth in the noise